What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. The mission of the Reasons to Be Happy podcast is to inspire joy, focus on the light, and get good at feeling good. Okay, so speaking of feeling good, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm still a little bit nasally, and I don't know. I still feel like I have this head cold. It had gone away for a few days and then just came back. It's been super strange, like the headache, just feeling really congested. And I feel like it comes and it goes throughout the day. But here we are. We're ready to do this podcast. I am so excited to chat today about something that I've been thinking a lot about recently, and that is energy, where we get our energy, how we use it up or preserve it. We all have a resource of energy and it's very fluid and different people, activities and environments can energize us or deplete us. And it got me thinking about how it relates to embodying a happy, purposeful life. So today's topic is on better understanding our social needs, how we gain and utilize energy, and where we land on the extroversion to introversion spectrum. Okay, so the first thing I'd like to say is that basically everything in life, there's nuance, there's complexity and range. And that said, there's range on the introversion to extroversion spectrum. Some of us might lean hard one way or the other, while some of us may be extroverted in some ways and introverted in other ways. There's a lot of gray area. Some of us have maybe been known to identify as extroverted introverts, where we can display extroverted qualities in certain situations, but also embrace the introverted traits in us as well. So first things first, what is the difference between extroversion and introversion? So people who tend to fall near the extrovert side of the energy compass essentially gain their energy from the outside world, from people, places, and things around them. Some of the textbook characteristics of people who lean extroverted are outgoing, expressive, extroverts enjoy being with people, and they feel energized by social stimuli. They like collaborating, talking, and working together. They also tend to be more spontaneous and enjoy trying new things and confident in taking risks or changing plans. Another characteristic is that extroverts like to understand and resolve their issues by talking through them, getting feedback from other people. It's a very expressive process. Extroverts find it very natural to communicate and they can express their feelings very easily. They can chat about anything from the small stuff to more deep topics. Another thing is that introverts recharge their batteries when they're spending time with other people. They like having people around them and they actually avoid spending time alone. Like if you feel out of sorts or anxious after too much time on your own, that might mean that you're more extroverted. So now let's chat about traits of the standard introvert. So sometimes I feel like being introverted has a more negative connotation. Sometimes introverts are associated with being shy or withdrawn or socially awkward, lacking in interpersonal skills, but that's not necessarily true. In actuality, introversion means just getting energy from within oneself instead of from people around you or your environment. So here are a few qualities of 
the average introvert. So introverts tend to be more cautious and carefully mull over opportunities and decisions before making any definitive plans. There's a lot more reflection and introspection that might take place when thinking something over. Introverts are less likely to bring up a difficult conversation or conflict. Introverts might also have a higher sensitivity for negative feedback. Maybe the introvert would be more worried about being criticized, so they're less likely to put themselves out there and put themselves in certain situations. Introverts might be better at sharing their opinions when it's in the written form, so there's a bit more time to think about what you want to say. Introverts tend to be daydreamers. That's a big one for me. (laughs) Spending a lot of time in their own heads and being in our own world. I, I often find that I'm just kind of daydreaming in my own world, which also means that introverts are good at creating, visualizing, you know, using their imagination, brainstorming new ideas. Introverts can be really skilled listeners. They have the ability to absorb what's happening around them and can be highly observant. And when introverts are asked to share their opinions, their ideas are usually of high quality because they've been thinking about them for a while. And I think there's a lot of value in having a bit more caution and introspection in terms of being in leadership positions because there's a willingness to listen to the opinions of coworkers and peers. I think that can be missing from some extroverted people in leadership positions. Another big trait of introverts is that there's a need for a lot of alone time, recharging batteries after a long day at work, especially in a job that entails a lot of human interaction and stimulation is essential for introverts. Introverts relish their quiet time. I identify more as an introvert, but more on that later. We're likely to share our available social energy with a smaller, more intimate circle instead of a wide network of people. Okay, so that's a basic breakdown of introverts versus extroverts. But here's the thing. If you're like me, you might have some overlap. You might like your alone time, but also do well in social settings and enjoy people's company. Or you might be totally fine adapting to new environments or situations, even if you do love being alone. Like, for example, if you're out on a walk and someone approaches you to chat, you're totally cool with switching gears and talking. Okay, so I recently learned that there's a word for just that, kind of being in the middle somewhere. Being an ambivert is having a combination of those traits. It's a personality style that's somewhere in between introversion and extroversion. I feel introverted at times and extroverted at other times. It really depends. For example, I'm willing to take chances and risks after giving them some thought. Another example is I'm comfortable speaking when needed, but also totally cool with giving other people a chance to say what they want to say. And if the conversation dies down, I can add a comment or ask a question to kind of like pick it up again. And I feel like being an ambivert, it helps me connect with different types of people. And I can understand how both introverts and extroverts might feel in a certain situation. So why does knowing where you land on the introversion extroversion spectrum matter? It matters because once you know your personality style, you can live with intention and you can live in ways that serve your disposition. 
You can use this information to better understand your energy resources and in what ways you can fill it up if it becomes depleted. Knowing how you operate in our highly social world is really important in getting your needs met, finding time for you, and also understanding how you work with others. You can figure out why you mesh well with certain people, but maybe not others. You can also use this information to select your friend group, your role at work, and your partner or the person that you want to date. While it's not so cut and dry, having that insight into yourself benefits you. You better understand why you do the things you do. And you can use this information to inform your decisions and how you can get your emotional and social needs fulfilled by the people in your life. The other point is there are strengths and weaknesses in being extroverted, introverted, or ambiverted. We all know that none of us are perfect and we all can improve in certain ways. And by understanding who we are, we can draw out our strengths and harness them to our advantage. It takes all kinds in this world. That's the beauty of humankind. No personality style is better than another because having that diversity is what balances us and enables us to learn from one another and lean on each other. Having a certain social personality doesn't denote anything either because It's just a preference for how we gain and spend our energy. And that said, there's always an opportunity to change that and vary that. So like if you want to enhance some of the extroverted traits, there are ways to push yourself a bit out of your comfort zone. Or let's say you lean extroverted and you're starting to feel a little bit too dependent on other people. There are also ways to tap more into your solitude and embrace alone time. The other questions to ask yourself is, why might you want to change? Why might you want to feel more extroverted or introverted? What can you get out of that? Do you feel like something is missing from your life? Do you wish you could get better at a certain social skill? What do you want more or less of in your life? And you can dig into those questions to explore your goals and how you can develop your social repertoire and see Maybe like what blind spots you might have that are impacting your social life or your dating life. Like I think for me personally, I could push myself more to meet new people and be more open with spending time with the men I date. So truth be told, that has been a piece of feedback I've received sometimes from guys that I date that I maybe don't spend enough time with them. And that's simply because I am really comfortable doing my own thing and being alone. I probably like it too much, (laughs) to be honest, which isn't always conducive to building and sharing a life with someone. I probably need to work on being more generous with my time and attention when it comes to dating and being more open and willing to allocate time to nurturing those relationships. A lot of men reference quality time as one of their love languages and that isn't really mine, but I can see why I need to give more of that time to the people I want to create a connection with. In that same vein, I also am pretty good at setting my boundaries, which I do think has helped me live a happier life. The happiest people are the ones who know themselves and are clear about their boundaries. And knowing what makes us who we are can help us make decisions and fulfill our emotional needs 
replenish our energy resources, and customize our self-care regimen. I also think that there's a risk with blaming or attributing our introverted versus extroverted ways, and it's important to not let that hold us back from what we want out of life. Like, instead of saying, like, oh, I'm just extroverted, so I'm super opinionated, and I say whatever I want— you know, it's something that to, that you have to kind of think about and see, is it really helping you get the most out of life and helping you grow? Our lives are constantly in flux and our needs and the people around us are also varied. We're constantly changing. And the goal is that we're evolving and growing in that change. So let's say you lean introverted and you find talking to new people to be very anxiety inducing. It doesn't mean you have to be anxious around new people forever. There are ways to slowly build up that muscle and grow, whether it's, you know, working with a therapist or a coach, some sort of professional that can assist you in that goal, or even just taking baby steps outside of your comfort zone, whether it's at work or, you know, chatting with a stranger in the grocery store line about something really just kind of like benign. There are ways to definitely incorporate more of those opportunities for growth into your life. So if we can tap into both ends of the spectrum as needed and for specific scenarios, we can find more success, joy, and growth. So that's where I'm going to leave it for today. I'm going to close out the episode with my two reasons to be happy. Okay, so the first reason is kind of random, but I just went to the grocery store and the man behind the deli told me, I have the most stunning eyes and that I look like a pixie. He's like, you're a pixie girl. He was so animated and positive. And then no joke, we had a five-minute conversation about how women struggle to accept compliments these days and how a lot of men feel disheartened when women aren't open and gracious in receiving a compliment. It was a really unexpected but interesting conversation. And he was just really affirming. He was like, I can't believe I met a pixie girl today. Um... And it was, it was really just refreshing and nice. So shout out to him for making me smile and also for the inspiration for a future podcast episode on compliment giving and receiving. The second reason I'm happy is that I feel really lucky to have more insight into extroversion and introversion, specifically in my professional world. I work with kids of all personality styles, and I think the key in being an effective teacher is being able to embrace their individuality and the different ways that they learn. Because I remember as a kid, I was often called shy or not an active participant in in the class because my hand wasn't up all the time. But that didn't mean that I wasn't learning or, you know, I wasn't involved. And I'm sure teachers told my parents that I'm really quiet and I need to participate more, but you know, I'm I'm a bit more reluctant with labeling students as being shy or quiet because like I said, it takes all kinds in this world, and I think adults can help kids by accepting them for who they are while also encouraging them to push through, you know, challenges or discomforts and trying new things. It's a balance, as is everything in life. Okay, that is it for today's episode. If you found this episode insightful, please rate and review it on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen. It takes no time at all, but makes 
such a big impact. It really fuels me to stay consistent with the podcast and keep sharing on my social media. Another awesome way to support the podcast is by taking a screenshot of it as you're listening, posting it on your stories and tagging me on Instagram. I'm at reasons to be happy the podcast. Feel free to text the episode link to someone you know, share it with a friend who might benefit from listening. And last but not least, if you're not following me on Instagram, please go give me a follow. I have been really active on that account and I'm trying to show up on it in an authentic way. Once again, at reasons to be happy, the podcast on Instagram. Okay, that's my little plug. I really appreciate you listening today. Sending you all so much love. Till next time. Bye.